You're listening to another Wild Hair episode on Growing Up Rock. Now crank it up. to another wild hair episode this one's super special normally i'm the youngest co-host on growing up rock since steven is several years older than me well many years well let's just say he's super old (laughs) but that's a story for another day today i have with me well here's a resume beauty pageant model biologist swimmer runner cheerleader singer musician drum major almost high school graduate technically i guess i should say almost biologist because she's not a biologist yet an all-around incredible person, my beautiful 18-year-old daughter, Jasmine. Welcome to the show. Hello. That's it? You got nothing more than that? I mean, it's better than leaving, like, blank space, right? You got to talk louder than that. You understand that, right? Yeah, I just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so welcome to the show. Hello. That's it. It's they're just a hello. There's nothing else. It's better than nothing. Okay, all right. Let's make sure. I gave Jasmine 70-plus songs to listen to on Spotify. By the way, if you want to listen to those songs, the playlist is called Wild Hair, the Jasmine Edition, and the link is in the show notes. So, 70-plus songs that she listened to, asked her to pick her faves, and we're going to spin some of those with a few surprises thrown in. I also asked you to give me your favorite bands. You gave me 10. The four we will not discuss today are Ariana Grande, <laughs> Imagine Dragons, The Weeknd, and Dua Lipa. The listeners can send me a thank you note via Twitter, Facebook, and email if you would like to. The other six we will discuss in one way or another today. So to get some context of Jasmine's personality and relationship with music, so you folks can get to know her a bit, let's start here. So what generation are you? X, Y, Z? Like, I have no clue. What's your generation? So I'm technically a part of the Gen Z, which is from 1997 to 2012. But Anthony, John, and I, since we were born from 2000, 2004, we're like a gap generation because we don't fit into any generation, really. All righty then. I got that answer before. I still don't believe it, but that's fine. It's true. Give me one word that describes you best. Probably hardworking because you- That's one word? Hardworking is two words. I thought you were about to graduate high school. Isn't it hyphenated? Doesn't that make it one word? I don't know. Is that true? I don't know. I don't think so. But we'll go with hard work. When I typed it into my notes, it didn't autocorrect me. Oh, okay. I'm just making sure. I was thinking either focused or determined. I guess that's the same thing. Yeah, they're synonyms. So you said it didn't autocorrect you. So the internet, <laughs> smartphones, all that's been part of your entire life. Could you live without it? Yeah, I can live without it. I feel like some people my age, they don't even know how to use a dictionary unless it's online. Yeah. But in our household, I mean, we had limited time on our phones unless it was music, which was unlimited time. We spent most of our time outside. Playing with kids, like normal people. (laughs) Okay. So, senior year for you, anything crazy planned? You only got a few months left. No, not really. Just AP testing, trips. What trips? Like, there's a senior trip. 
to like an amusement park. Which amusement park? Is it Great America? I have no idea. Oh, okay. That's and then graduation, I guess. Would you rather go to amusement park or like Alcatraz? Oh, I would rather go to Alcatraz. I know so many people who have lived here less than I have and have been to Alcatraz more than once. And you've never been? No. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we'll make that happen. What's your dream job? My dream job is to be a marine biologist. The specifics of that, not quite sure yet. Um, that's, I guess that's what college is for, but... Okay, so that's your dream job. What's reality? Probably just a lab technician okay. working in a lab. Okay. Favorite hobby? Music, like instrumentalist, because I play too. Okay, we'll talk about that a little bit. Favorite sport to play or watch on TV? Favorite sport to play, either volleyball or swimming, but favorite sport to watch, I like to watch the Olympics, uh, specifically swimming and gymnastics. Wow, okay. Besides academics, what other activities are you involved in in school? A lot. (laughs) Um, I'm involved in multiple different bands, including marching band, pit band, pep band, symphonic band, and concert band. And then I'm also part of the Honor Society Clubs on our campus. So explain all the bands. What are all those different bands? So marching band is... Marching. Ma- marching band. I don't okay. know what to tell you. Pep band <laughs> is when you're in the stands playing the music. Oh, okay. Pit band is when you play live music for like a theater production. Oh, I did it okay. for a chorus line. Okay. And then concert band, symphonic band. Symphonic band is the audition band at my school. And concert band is like the lower class. Essentially, it's mainly for freshmen, sophomore, but... Some juniors and seniors are in there because they didn't make Symphonic Band. Oh, okay. Name some celebrities, male and female, that resonate with 18-year-olds today. Like one of the ones you listed was Justin Timberlake. Isn't he a little old for your generation? I think it depends on what your parents listened to and had you grow up on. Yeah. But like some of the other celebrities I've ever shown, or I guess two main ones were Tom Holland and Zendaya because they're in a lot of new movies. They're both in Spider-Man, right? They're both in Spider-Man. Tom Holland is Spider-Man. And then there's always like interesting drama going around them, whether they're dating or not. Half of it is probably false, but I think people like them because there's like debate on if they're dating and they're not problematic. Like they're not in the news because they did something bad. Yeah. So like Brad Pitt, Angelina, your generation doesn't talk about them at all. I know who they are. I feel like Angelina Jolie is yeah. a little bit more known because she was in Maleficent, yeah. the live action one. But Brad Pitt, not really. And then J-Lo somehow is resonating with every generation over the last three or four generations. I don't know how she's doing It's it. like if you don't know who J-Lo is, you've been living under a rock. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Is it movies for her? Or what's keeping her connected to... She's 51. Like, how is she connected to 18-year-olds? Well, one, it's because she's still touring. Not a lot of 51-year-olds would do tours. Like, I saw her in Summerfest. Yeah. And that was really fun, and I had a great time. But I feel like another thing is movies, because a lot of, like, older movies are coming back. The one movie that she's in that she... I think it's actually called The Wedding Planner, when she is a oh, wedding yeah. planner. yeah, yeah. Um, Made of Manhattan. The most recent movie that I remember her seeing her in was Hustlers. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like movies more so than music, but kind of both. Oh, Okay. Well, there's a little bit about Jasmine. Uh, We'll be doing some lightning round type stuff throughout the episode so you can learn more about the incredible person who sits before me. But for now, let's get to some music. It's time for the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight. For the Crank It Up Spotlight today, we're going to go with Hailstorm. So you have seen Hailstorm live. I think twice, if not three times, and I remember meeting them. Right. How was meeting them? I was going to ask you about that. Did you remember meeting Lizzie, and how was she? 
she was really nice. The band was really nice. The people outside of the venue were really weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was at the Warfield next to a strip club. That's probably why, but that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you knew that at the time. What do you think about Lizzie talent-wise? I like her because most, for like rock-wise, I don't really hear a lot of girls. I mean, there is, but I just, I don't either resonate with them or they're like just not my favorite. But Lizzie has always like, she was my introduction to rock other than Kiss. Yeah. Do your friends even know about Hailstorm? No. They don't even care? No. Wow. And Hailstorms, they're a decently sized rock band right now, but just not resonating with high school kids. A lot of the stuff that resonates with them are like Def Leppard, things like Nirvana, Guns N' Roses. But then when they wear something, like a shirt, they can't name one song. Not even the song that's on yeah. their shirt. So that's just logos that are resonating with yeah. them, not really the music. You listed Hailstorm as one of your top 10 bands. Do you still listen to them? Not as much as I used to, but like I have it in my workout playlist. Oh, okay. Well, Hailstorm has a new album out <laughs> called Back From The Dead. Here's the first song they released earlier this year called Steeple. Here at last, that we 
All right, let's get to how did you get into music to begin with? Do you remember? Like what I started with first or like just being yeah, introduced you remember- to it? Just kind of getting into it, starting to like it, like... Well, I remember... Is it brainwashing? What was it? I wouldn't consider it brainwashing, but, like, kind of. Um, (laughs) You always wanted us to be in music, at least when we were younger, because it's like a second language that you can't do when you're older. It's really hard to learn. But I started with singing, and then in fifth grade, I started with clarinet, and then sophomore year of high school, I started with oboe. For the listeners, one of the reasons that I wanted the kids to learn music was it was something I couldn't do well. That was first thing. But second thing, I started thinking about like when I was 20, 25, 30 years old, I'm at a party and you know there might be music playing in the background, but if somebody happens to play guitar or happens to sing at the party, a guitar shows up, that person starts singing and it makes everybody feel good. But they're usually the only person in the room that can do it. So it's such a talent that not a lot of people have or are willing to display. So you become a unique individual with your friends just because you know something different than other people do. So Mm -hmm. that was the main reasons. But what resonates with you more? The music of the song? Is it the message? Is it the melody? Like, what is it? I kind of get this from mom. Most of the time it's the beat. Okay. Because in my opinion, the first five seconds of a song are the most important because if it goes on for too long... Like that one song we were listening to yesterday, I don't remember what it was, but it had oh, like a, a the, minute the, introduction. Yeah, yeah. It was a minute 20 on that weekend song. And then it finally got to somewhere I liked, Yeah, but it was like minute 20. Dude, I give I, I would have just skipped it. So the yeah. beat to me is more important probably. Okay. So it's got to kind of, the music has to catch you almost immediately. Yeah. Okay. You talked a little bit about the concert t-shirts you see at school. So it's pretty much Leopard, Roses, and Nirvana. Those are the ones you see? Sometimes I see Kiss shirts. But not very often. And when I do, it's... Like, I know quite a, a few, like, Kiss albums. I know what they look like. Yeah. But it's ones, like, I've never seen before. Okay. That's weird. I don't even know. Yeah. So, why are people wearing concert t-shirts if they're not into the music? Like, it used to be a badge of honor. In my day, sound like a totally old man. I am. <laughs> but it, but when I was in high school, it was you wore a concert t-shirt because you wanted to let everybody know you went to a concert last night. There's some of them... Like recently, I think this was a few months ago, there was a Justin Bieber concert in Sacramento or something like that. Everyone, their second cousin had like a Justin Bieber t-shirt. So they're showing off that they went. But majority of the time, it's like rock t-shirts and for sure, like you have no idea. For example, there's this girl, (laughs) she always wears a Def Leppard t-shirt. And okay, I don't know a lot of Def Leppard, but I can tell you that like there's a song on her shirt. Okay. I've looked it up. I don't remember the name of it. Yeah. But I'm like, can you name one Def Leppard song? She's like, no. I'm like, you know there's one in your shirt, right? She's like, yeah, people tell me that all the oh, time. Oh, it must be hysteria. Probably, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I give you the 70 song list. I ask you top 10 songs, mm-hmm. and your favorite song on the list was Burning For You by Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> Which is really random. Yeah, yeah, totally <laughs> random. Like, what did you like about this song? It was really catchy. But after I listened to it, that was the one that stuck in my head the most. It I'm just burning, did. I'm burning, I'm burning for you. <laughs> well, this choice is going to make the listeners super happy. I'm proud to say that classic rock, if kids give it a chance, still resonates. <laughs> so here off of 1981's, by the way, that's how old that song is. Off of 1981's Fire of the Unknown Origin and Don Roser, the guitar player, is actually doing the lead vocals of this one instead of Eric Bloom. Here is the original Burning For You.
Sephora, Ulta, or the Dollar Tree for your cosmetics? Who goes to Dollar Tree to get cosmetics? Uh, I think you know people that do. Well, I know mom does, but she gets she gets <laughs> I specific. Just, I want to make sure mom yeah, knows. I, know. I didn't say but mom. But she gets, like, actually good ones. Some people get, like, like, they're really bad. She gets a lot of, like, her eyeshadows from there, which makes sense. But I don't think she normally gets her foundation there. And if she does, it's the brand that she knows. So Ulta or Sephora? For you. I could spend hours in Sephora, but I would do my shopping at Ulta. And that's because Sephora's too expensive? Or it's just too fancy girl? Well, I don't buy a lot of makeup because I don't wear a lot of makeup. Not Even for pageantry, I've had the same makeup for, I can't even tell you how long, which probably isn't a good thing because it's probably expired. But for Ulta, they have both high-end and like lower-end. Mm-hmm. So I can kind of like pick and choose. Because I, I only use certain high-end things, but not even that often. <laughs> Pepsi, Coke, or Dr. Pepper? Root beer. Really? Wow. A&W. Yes. Have you tried the Bark root beer? It's not good. So is that the one with, with the brand bite? that's like the silver with yeah. the barrel? Yeah, yeah. I don't like that one. So marine biology. Yeah. You picked a school. I don't even know what a marine biologist does. The closest thing I know is that a marine biologist takes golf balls out of whales when Kramer hits them into the ocean. <laughs> Did you see that episode of Seinfeld? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's more like a... A veterinarian? <laughs> I don't know. He, um, uh, George said he was a marine biologist. That's why. He could be too, but. <laughs> so I started to walk into the water. I won't lie to you, boys. I was terrified. But I pressed on. And as I made my way past the breakers, a strange calm came over me. I, I don't know if it was divine intervention or the kinship of all living things, but I tell you, Jerry, at that moment, I was a marine biologist. <laughs> I know, I was just telling them the story. Well, come on, George, finish the story. The sea was angry that day, my friends. Like an old man trying to send back soup in a deli. I got about 50 feet out, and suddenly, the great beast appeared before me. I tell you, he was 10 stories high if he was a foot. As if sensing my presence, he let out a great bellow. I said, easy, big fella. And then, as I watched him struggling, I realized that something was obstructing its breathing. From where I was standing, I could see directly into the eye of the great fish. Mel. Whatever. (laughs) What does a marine biologist do? Well, we were talking about this yesterday. It kind of depends on the field you want to go in. For example, a lawyer. There's different fields of law. Yeah. So I would want to go into the field of marine biology where I wouldn't necessarily have to be on a boat for six months. I would rather be in a lab doing like technical things such as data analytics and things like that. Okay. So we went to go visit your school for the second time. And during this trip, we also hit Disneyland. You had to travel on the school buses. You and your friend had a playlist that you made (laughs) so you could listen to some songs. And so I had you share with me that playlist. It was called Disney Road Playlist. And it had in sync... Gwen Stefani, Backstreet Boys, Eminem, 50 Cent, Pink, MC Hammer, Shakira, Snoop, Nelly, all make sense. Yeah. There was three on there that you have to explain <laughs> to me. Okay. One is Sweet Home Alabama by Leonard Skinner. Why? I don't know. And because... whose idea was that one? 
I think I might have put that one on there accidentally. Because you know how on Spotify you can scroll down and quick add things yeah. all the way on the bottom? Yeah. I think I might have accidentally hit that when I was trying to do a Will Smith one, but I don't even remember what the Will Smith one was. Okay, so we'll chalk that one up to a mistake. Yeah. Luke Bryan? Why? Oh, I did that as a joke for Caitlin because she doesn't really like Luke Bryan. <laughs> she doesn't really like country or she doesn't really like Luke Bryan? I think both. Okay. Plus, I know every word to that song because I had to memorize it for an eighth grade extra credit math question because my teacher loved Luke Bryan. Oh, okay. And then the third one was Jesse's Girl by a band called Jesse's Girl. Yeah, that was just the wrong one. I think okay. Caitlin Rose, isn't it Rick's? Springfield? It is Rick Springfield. Yes. That was a number one hit for him, by the way. I think Caitlin put that one on accident because she saw the name and was like, oh, she also did that with an Eminem song or something Yeah, because like I was that. like, why did she pick a cover? Why did she pick the original? Okay, yeah. so that makes <laughs> sense. And you know Rick Springfield, or you just know that song? I know that song. Okay, just wondering. Probably know one more, but I don't know. You also listed Earth, Wind, and Fire as one of your favorite bands. Yeah. I would have to say wow, why, and how. Wow is wow. Um, why? For Marching Band last year, our show was... Well, we had like four songs we were gonna play, and they all didn't work out. We ended up doing... I'm looking on the Earth, Wind, and Fire name. But I know it goes... Bum, let's bum, Groove. Bum. Yeah, Let's Groove. Yeah. Um, and then we also did Car Wash. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's and Rolls Royce, by the way. That's who does that one. We were gonna do two completely different ones. I don't even remember what they were, because that's how long ago we decided not to do them. Um, but then I started listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire a little bit because of my friend Caitlin... Because she loves disco music. She okay. has a disco music playlist. Okay. But I only know a few. Do you listen to a lot of old R&B, Motown, any of that stuff? Yeah, because of Gianna. Oh, okay. So your sister got you into some of that stuff. Yeah. I couldn't name any bands, but yeah. I could probably... If you were to play a song, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like. And leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock. Must have on hot chocolate, marshmallows or whipped cream? Whipped cream with chocolate sprinkles. Oh, wow. Okay, that was specific. Blackjack, Monopoly, or Pictionary? Wow, stumped you. Well, okay, definitely not Pictionary. Because I, I, was th- I was thinking Pictionary categories, but they're not the same thing. But yeah, yeah. Probably, but Monopoly is funny because Anthony always thinks that we cheat, but we don't. And then we say that Anthony cheats, but he doesn't. Um, so I would probably say Blackjack, even though I end up cleaning up everything because I lose immediately. <laughs> so yeah, for the listeners, what Jasmine's talking about is I taught the kids Blackjack early on, as you've heard in past episodes with some of my other kids. And the loser has to clean up <laughs> all of the chips and the cards and everything. The winner gets five bucks. So it forces you to try, so that way you don't have to do work. But then the work would be so unfair. You would take the deck of cards and, like, curl it, and then it would go everywhere. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's part of losing. That's how it goes. <laughs> so some say rock is dead. What is rock to your generation? Who is rock? In my opinion, rock is, like, definitely not rock anymore. I think it's still... Like, who do your friends think rock is? Tell me it's not Imagine Dragons. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. It dude. is and then That is not even close to rock. And then there's there's these TikTok songs that people think are rockish and they're just pop. Um have you heard any music with Cookie Monster vocals? You know what I'm talking about? No. None. Okay. Except for at lunch in the PAC. They oh. play Screamo. Oh really? Okay. <gasps> oh you call it Screamo. That's interesting. Okay. Have you heard of the Struts? No. Greta Van Fleet. No. The Who? The what? The Who. The what? Yeah. Yeah. No? No. <laughs> okay. Rolling Stones. Yes. That's just because I can't get no satisfaction. Is that why? 
Is that the only song you know by the Rolling Stones? I couldn't name a song, but I could listen to them because you played in the car often. Okay. Greta Van Fleet is a new rock band, and supposedly they sound like Led Zeppelin. Do you care? You don't even know who Greta Van Fleet is, so you don't care. No. (laughs) Well, what's interesting is one of the songs you picked as your favorite was from a band called The Wildness. So this is a Swedish melodic rock band. It's been around since 2014, have several albums out. Basically another great band from Sweden. I like a bunch of the Sweden bands. What was it about the Wildness song that you liked? Well, that was the first one on the playlist. That was the first song I heard. I think it was just kind of catchy because in the beginning, I'm pretty sure that was one that had a longer beginning, if I'm not mistaken. But then once I skipped to the chorus, I was like, oh, this is way better than the beginning of it. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go, grown-up rock listeners. Rock is not dead because, again, if this generation would give some of the new stuff a chance, it actually sounds pretty good to them. So you just got to kind of go find it. So here is Gabriel Lindmark on vocals. Pontus Skold on guitar and keyboards, Adam Holstrom on guitar, Eric Moden on drums, with a song off their debut album released in 2017 with a song called Alibi.
Mexican food, sushi, or a good steak? I think that's the hardest question you've asked me so far. You actually like sushi from the start. It took a minute for your brother to get into it. And Gianna was hit and miss with it for a while. But I think you liked it right from the start. But I don't know if you can pass up a good steak, can you? I can't pass up a good burrito. <laughs> so, you have one choice. Mexican food, sushi, or a good steak? If I had to eat that type of food for the rest of my life, probably Mexican food. But I love all three. Okay. Especially filet mignon. what's the fascination with bruno mars why do people like bruno mars so much i know why i like him well he's been around since like i've listened to him since i was young so i think that's one of the very few musicians that i've listened to throughout my whole life even if it was like repeated songs i think he changes with what's in but not to the extent where it changes the integrity of like who he is as an artist so for example his newest album I have no idea what it's called. That's okay. Um, it was very disco-y, but also not really. It was pop. And then 24 Karat was more... I mean, that was so... Wasn't it 2019? 2016. Okay. Well, whatever that year was. It was very for the time. And then the other one, that the one that has Count On Me in it, yeah. that was very early 2000. So I think he changes with the time and stays ahead of it. But he doesn't change too much where his listeners are like, ugh, that's oh. not him. So he's grabbing the next generation without losing the old one, which is good, right? Yeah. All right. So before you were born, there were some big dances, right? The twist, <laughs> the robot, my favorite, the Cabbage Patch Kid. I love doing right? Cabbage the Patch. Right, the Cabbage Patch, right? Everybody loves the Cabbage Patch because you got to make the face, too. The Macarena was a popular dance. What's the popular dances now? Is, like, the floss still a thing or floss dead? Just as a senior perspective, if someone does the floss... That's like a they're, fifth grader type of move, right? They're like little kids. I yeah. would we don't tolerate them. <laughs> we don't tolerate them. Um, I would say, like for example, at school dances, Cupid Shuffle, big hit, Macarena, big hit. But other I don't than, know what a Cuban Shuffle is. What's a Cuban Shuffle? Like to the right, to the right. Oh, that okay, one. okay. Um, but other than that, there's not really any other new ones. But like, I love to do the Cabbage Patch. That's my signature move. Oh. I tried to do the running man once in sixth grade, and I sprained my ankle, so... Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay, so back to Bruno Mars. The song you chose was from a new album called An Evening with Silk Sonic. That's what that song's from. Oh, okay. It's credited to Bruno Mars and this guy named Anderson Pac, I guess. Sounds like Silk Sonic is a group, and Bruno and Anderson are the two members. It's actually kind of confusing. I'm not sure Bruno should share the limelight with anybody, to be honest, but whatever. Tell me what you like about the song Skate. I think it's just really catchy. I hear it on the radio quite often when I am not using my Bluetooth for some odd reason. And I don't know, like I said, 70s disco, that kind of era is coming back. Like, have you not seen all the bell bottoms recently? Oh, is everybody wearing bell bottoms all of a sudden? Yeah, you say my jeans were old fashioned. You were wearing acid wad jeans today, that's why. Yeah, but at least they wear bell bottoms. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, um, I have to admit, that if you are a fan of R&B at all, you want to check out the whole An Evening with Silk Sonic album. It's actually really good. Here's the song that Jasmine was talking about called Skate. Up in the tower, the way you move like you do. Ooh, it's 
Adidas, Nike, Under Armour, or Vans? For shoes, Nike. For general attire, sometimes Adidas, most of the time Nike. I own a pair of Vans, yeah. but they are not my favorite. I think of them as a shoe brand. They're not my favorite shoe brand. Are you allowed to wear like an Adidas sweatshirt with Nike shoes? I comment on people that do it at school. I don't do that. Okay, so you're if doing Because I, I have an Adidas sweatshirt and I'll wear my Adidas shoes. Okay. okay. Or just a completely different brand altogether, like Vans. Math, English, or science? Science. Hands down. I've taken almost no every question. science at my high school. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> do you know what an A-track is? An A-track? Have you ever seen one? I've heard of Amtrak. Is it the yeah, same thing? No, it's not the same thing. <laughs> do you know what a cassette is? I do know what a cassette is. Do you know what an LP is? No. An album? Yeah, I know what an album okay, is. Okay, so that's an LP. Okay. You know what a CD is? Yeah. Do you own any cassettes, albums, or CDs? Albums? No. Cassettes? Not anymore. I think I did when I was much younger, but only because you and mom had them. CDs I still have, yeah. You still have a couple of CDs? Yeah, but they're like ones that were burned for pageants yeah. or... You know that's illegal. You're not supposed to say that out loud. Well... You can edit that out. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to edit it out. <laughs> you have illegal contraband. You're the one who did it. Okay, now that outed me, and that's even worse. And I still can't edit it out because it's funny. An <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, A-track, it was before cassettes and before albums. Well, no, it was after albums. Well, maybe it was during albums. Is that what you put an in a Walkman? A- no, an okay. A-track was, uh, came out with albums, and it, it kind of felt like an old-school cassette, only bigger. In a walk band, you would put a cassette. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, eight tracks, I'm surprised. Like almost like a yeah, it almost looked like a VHS tape. It was about half the size, but oh, it was okay. audio instead of video. Music wise, what type of music do you normally gravitate to? Genre. Oh, a lot of pop. Sometimes R and B, but not normally. Like Gianna really got me hooked on Neo. Oh yeah, okay. But that's really the the only R and B that is too. But a lot of times, like pop. Yeah. So oh. I wanted to conduct a little experiment. Because uh, I wanted to know if you were more of a, what we call, new wave of British heavy metal fan, an 80s hair metal fan, or a grunge fan. So, time it out for you. New wave of British heavy metal, I'm going to say 79 to about 82. Hair metal is somewhere between 83 and 89. Some of those lines are blurred a little bit. Grunge comes at around 1990 and lasts till about probably 96. Again, those are some very, very rough estimate times. So I gave you five groups of songs. I'm going to read <laughs> each group, <laughs> and you're going to tell us why you picked what you picked as your favorite, and I'll tell you what my favorite was. So group one, I said pick between Over the Mountain by Ozzy, Jump by Van Halen, or Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana, and you picked that Nirvana song. Why? The only reason I picked it is because it reminded me of Freaky Friday, that Lindsay Lohan one. And I really like that movie and it reminded me of it. Wow. That song's terrible. Mine would have been Over the Mountain. Group two had Breaking the Law by Judas Priest, Here I Go Again by Whitesnake, Alive by Pearl Jam. And you picked Here I Go Again. Yeah. Why is that one? I thought it was really catchy. Yeah. And I've definitely heard it before. Yeah. You thought David Coverdale's voice is low, I would tell you a lot of people would say it's high. He just has a more bass tone. Oh. But he's actually singing in a register that I can't hit. I don't know. It sounded low to me, but I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Mine would have been Here I Go Again also. Group three, Running Free by Iron Maiden, Round and Round by Rat, or Alice in Chains Wood. And you picked Running Free by Iron Maiden. 
So you know how I said the first five seconds are the most important? Yeah. There was like a bass solo, Yeah. I think, yeah. in the beginning, and I thought it was interesting. And then there was a drum solo probably towards the middle, Yeah. which I like. Um, yeah, they're more probably transitions than they are solos, but I get oh, what you're saying. Oh, yeah. This one was tough for me because I like all three of these songs, but I would most likely pick Wood. Mm-hmm. Group four was Am I Evil by Diamond Head, Def Leppard's Animal, and Outshine by Soundgarden. And you went with the grunge song Outshined. Was it the guy's vocals? That guy could sing. Chris Cornell. He's dead now, but he could sing. Yeah, he can sing, but it was also the guitar. It was, I don't know how to describe it other than like dark, and it yeah. reminded me of Guitar Hero. Yeah, yeah. Because it's uh, tuned differently. That's why it sounds dark. It's like yeah. a deeper sound. I liked it because it reminded me of Guitar Hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would have picked Outshine too, so. And then Group 5, which I'll just preface it by saying you technically didn't like any of these songs. No. Ace of Spades by Motorhead. Girls, Girls, Girls by Motley Crue versus Vaseline by Stone Temple Pilots. And you begrudgingly picked Ace of Spades, which Lemmy's the worst singer on the planet. Or he's not around anymore either. He passed away, but he was the worst singer on the planet, basically. I didn't really like any of them. The only reason I picked Ace of Spades was because it's that place that you, Gian, and Anthony went to that one time. Oh, yeah, for concerts, club. and I never yeah. got to go to. So that's the only reason I picked it. <laughs> Sounds like you're a little uh, hurt about that. I hold you a were grudge. young. I hold a grudge. Yeah. You were young. <laughs> I would have picked Girls, Girls, Girls there. Vaseline's pretty cool, though. I, I do like that Stone song. So in the end, you ended up picking two grunge songs, two new wave of British heavy metal songs, even though you didn't like Ace of Spades, and one 80s hair metal song. Now, from the original 70 that I put on the playlist that I gave you, mm-hmm. as part of your top 10, you picked Cherokee by Europe, oh, which, yeah. by the way, would be defined as hair metal. And you picked Them Bones by Alice in Chains, which would be defined as grunge, as a couple of your favorites. Those two songs don't sound anything like each other. No. I'm sure the Europe one was catchy. Them bones can be catchy, but there had to be something else that connects you with those two songs. Cherokee, it was definitely, well, I've heard it before, so I knew I liked it. But I was looking at the lyrics, and I never really, I had no idea what they were saying that song until like a month ago. Okay. Um, so I thought that that was cool. And then Them Bones, also Guitar Hero. Yeah. I definitely remember playing and singing that into the really bad microphone that was broken half the time. <laughs> So I love both those songs too. So you know what? Let's play them back to back. So here is Cherokee by Europe first with Them Bones by Alice in Chains next. Two great songs. To me, Them Bones is better, even though I like their Europe song. Cherokee 
is the best day of the calendar year? October 31st because it's free candy day. I was going to say my birthday, um, but then I thought that would be weird, <laughs> even though I mentioned it anyways. So it's the candy that you like. Better than presents on Christmas. I like Christmas because we get to see family. Yeah. I don't really need the presents. All right. I'll remember that, by the way. That's okay. Um, <laughs> so TVs and movies we talked about a little bit is keeping music alive for you. What's the best movie you've seen the last couple of years? Does it have to be, like, a recent movie that came out? No, it okay. doesn't have to be. So, I would say the best movie that I've seen, there's two. I really like the new Spider-Man movie. It was a little long, but it was really good. And then I had mentioned this movie when we were talking about J-Lo. It was The Wedding Planner. Yeah. I really like that movie because well, it was kind of like a rom-com, and I'm a sucker for rom-coms. But I just thought it was kind of, like, really good. Yeah. Music in movies matters to you, right? Yeah. That's how you've been connected with like, some of the music you listen to? Think of music in movies. When you think of Jaws, you don't think of any applause movie. You think of da-da. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I guess, you know, like Herbie had some of the oh, Lover yeah. Boy songs and that kind of stuff. So it's like, it kept you connected to the 80s. Those directors did a good job of kind of bringing the music along with it. I like a lot of older movies like that because the soundtracks are just better and the plots are just 10 times better than what they're coming out with now. The Netflix original sometimes, I watch them, but sometimes they are so bad. It's it's like I just wasted two hours. You got? Have you tried The Old Guard? Have you tried that movie yet? It's a Netflix no. original. It's pretty good. Right now I'm watching Bridgerton. What is that? I don't really know how to explain it. But it's good, but it's also not that good. But I can't stop watching, so obviously it's good. Is it like 1700s, 1800s? I think so. I don't really know. Yeah. You picked a Scandal song, Goodbye to You, as one of your favorites. What did you like about that? I thought it was catchy. Kind of like Hip to be Square. Yeah. I just liked it. It feels punk, right? A little bit? Or is it just pop to you? I think it's both. Okay. Poppy punk, I guess. Yeah. What do you think about female artists being in rock? Does that matter to you? Does it matter that it's male-dominated mostly? I mean, I think it's good, but, I mean, it's just an artist. I don't know. <laughs> so it's not like just because it's a female-fronted band that you're it's like, okay, I got to get into that because no. it's female-fronted. You just like good music. It doesn't matter. I like what I like. Okay. When uh, you picked Goodbye to You, all I could think of was Goodbye to You. Remember the <laughs> Seinfeld one with the, yes. with the muffin thing, with the muffin top thing? Did you see that episode? I think so. I, the, the one episode I will still remember is George's, uh, his, like, not his voicemail. Believe but it or not, not George, George isn't at home. That so one. leave your message at the beat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that thing. All right. Well, like we were talking about, Scandal, Goodbye to You, one of Jasmine's favorites. So here you go.
but George isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out or I pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. Guitar, piano, or saxophone? Saxophone. Have you played it a lot? I've never touched a saxophone. You just like the sound of it. Yeah. I've tried playing piano and guitar. On piano, I can do basic chords. Yeah. But that's all you need sometimes. Yeah. But guitar, it's a lost cause. I'm not that coordinated with my hands, even though I play two woodwind instruments. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Friends, Seinfeld, or The Office? I love all three. Um, I can't... uh, How am I supposed to decide? Um, I would say Friends because I've seen all of Friends. All ten seasons. (laughs) Probably 13 times through, which is wow. ridiculous. Wow. But I will still rewatch it. Wow. Was that because of Netflix? Was it on Amazon Prime? What was Friends on? It was on Netflix first. And then I remember when it got taken off, I was like, what am I going to do? Because that was the only thing I watched. Yeah. I didn't do any other TV shows. Uh, and then it's now it's on HBO Max. How you doing? <laughs> Very busy. Right. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Rach. How you doing? I'm doing good, baby. How you doing? Ross, don't let her drink anymore. We talked about Hailstorm earlier. What other concerts have you seen? Okay, so I've seen Newsboys twice, which is a Christian band. Restrained, Uncle Tony's band. Hailstorm. And you're one of like four people that have seen that band. That's fine. That's mean. (laughs) Um... Hailstorm twice, Justin Bieber, J-Lo. Oh, and another Christian person, Jason Gray. Okay. Yeah. You were at that one. Yeah, yeah. So you haven't seen a ton of concerts. Anybody you want to see? Bruno Mars, but those tickets are ridiculous. 5,000 bucks. They're ridiculous. (laughs) The nosebleeds. One of your favorite artists was listed as Will Smith. So he's been in the news a lot lately. I know. What do you think about the slap? Do you think Chris Rock deserved it? Was it okay to do? I have a theory, even though it has since been proven wrong, but that's okay. Something about it just doesn't seem real. And there's so many memes about it. It's so funny. Because you know how Chris Rock was the zebra in Madagascar? Yeah. And how Will Smith was that fish in the car wash movie? Yeah. It's like the fish slapping the zebra. Um, (laughs) Something about it just seems fishy because Will Smith was laughing up until he walked up, hit him, walked back, kind of did like a nose thing, like he was laughing, and then like the the yelling thing. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. It was something about that whole situation just seems so unreal because it's, it's like an academy. It's like Kanye going to steal the mic from Taylor Swift. Like that just doesn't happen. Initially, it was fishy to me, too. Yeah. The problem is now, even if it was fake, it's gone too far. Yeah. Now you that's can't the, say yeah. it was fake, right? Yeah. It's just gone way too far. If you was going to say it was fake, you should have said it right afterwards or, you know, let everybody be shocked yeah. for two or three minutes and then both of them laugh or, or you know, Chris Rock goes to the crowd and, you know, hits him on the head or yeah. something. But it's too far gone now. I will tell you that if it was real, Chris Rock is having it like a champ. Like, so far, you know, he was embarrassed. You could say disrespected, right? Nothing about, if if this whole thing is real, nothing about what Will Smith did is okay. Well, part of my problem is it's a slap. You, you know, you're going to go defend somebody's honor yeah. and just go punch somebody. Like, yeah. it's a slap thing. But that's, you know, it definitely isn't right <laughs> either way. 
But Chris Rock has been, you know what? Let it die. It's fine. I'll deal with it some other time. But we don't need to go to pick the guy up, throw him in jail, blah, blah, blah. Chris Rock is handling it absolutely like a champ. Yeah. It's just so weird. And then it kind of took away from the night because he was in Serena. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Serena Williams. I feel like that kind of took away from their story. That he did that? Yeah. I, I don't know. I just think it's insanity. Well, we're not going to let Will's momentary <laughs> lapse of reason ruin his music for us. So here's a Will Smith classic. If uh, the listeners haven't heard a lot of Will Smith, and I actually love the movie too, if you haven't seen the movie, with Wild Wild West. Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider, no you don't want nada, none of this, six gunning this, brother running this, buffalo soldier, look it's like I told you, any damsel that's in distress, be out of that dress when she meet Jim West, rough neck, so go check the law on the vibe, watch your step will flex and get a hold of your side, swallow your pride, don't let your lip react, you don't wanna see my hand where my hip be at, with Artemis from the start of this, running the game, James West, taming the West, so remember the name, now who you gonna call, now who you gonna call, you ever riff with people one of us break out before you get bum rushed at the wild wild west when i roll into the wild wild west when i stroll into the wild wild west when i bounce into the wild wild west it's going it's going Madman lost his damn mind in the West. Loveless, kidnapped a dime, nothing less. Now I must put his behind to the test. Then through the shadows in the saddle, ready for battle. Bring all your poison, it kind of poison. Behind my back, all that riffing you did. Front and center, now where you lip at, kid? Who that is? A mean brother, bow for your health. Looking damn good, though, if I can say it myself. Told me Loveless is a madman, but I don't fear that. He got mad weapons, too. Ain't trying to hear that. Trying to bring down me, the champion. When y'all clowns gon' see that it can't be done. Understand me, son. I'm the slickest they is. I'm the quickest they is. Did I say I'm the slickest they is? So if you barking up the wrong tree, we coming. Don't be starting nothing. Me and my partner gonna test your chest, loveless. Can't stand the heat to get out the wild, 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 wild When I roll into the wild, 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 wild When I stroll into the wild, 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 When I bounce into the wild, wild, wild,
What instruments do you play? What I, do you have in your room? I play two proficiently. I play the clarinet and the oboe. In my room, I used to have a piano. Gianna took my bass, but that's fine because I don't know how to play it. And then I did take a ukulele class, but that was Gianna's ukulele. I did do violin for like four weeks on my own. Sounded really bad. It was Gianna's anyway. <laughs> Gianna has every... <laughs> she has every instrument. It doesn't even matter. Oh, and then I guess I did play flute in like fifth grade, but it made me dizzy, so then I couldn't play it anymore. <laughs> but I have the same problem with oboe now, so that's fine. Wow. <laughs> People call my generation the MTV generation. I call your generation the Guitar Hero generation. Yeah. You remember playing Guitar Hero? We talked about yes. that a little bit. Was there any ACDC songs on there? I don't remember. Back in Black, Highway to Hell. Probably. Highway to Hell is probably not on there. It's probably not kid friendly. (laughs) But, like, so Guitar Hero is kind of why, like, we're in that gap generation. Because, like, from 2000 to 2004, we played, like, you know, the first PlayStation, SSX Tricky, uh, Guitar Hero, the Nintendo, like, the boxes. (laughs) But after, like, 2005, like, they probably don't even know what Guitar Hero is. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm not sure Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap by ACDC, which was one of your favorite songs off the list, Mm -hmm. was on Guitar Hero. This song isn't super catchy, so what got you here? I picked it because I've heard this song, no idea that that was A, the title of it, B, the words to it. I always thought it had something to do with Thunder. They have a song called Thunderstruck later on in life. I have no... Thunder, thunder... Uh-huh. No, I know that song. Oh, okay. I know the words to that song, but this one I thought, I don't even know. <laughs> You'd never heard it before, and you're like, wow, that's awesome. No, I definitely have, but right. I had no idea that those were the words. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, since you're talking about the words, everybody knows the song, so there's no reason for me to introduce the actual song. But here's some of the words in case the listeners haven't uh, looked at the lyrics for a while. If you got a lady and you want her gone, but you ain't got the guts, she keeps nagging at you night and day enough to drive you nuts. Pick up the phone, leave her alone. It's time you made a stand. For a fee, I'm happy to be your backdoor man. So later on in the song, you hear Bon Scott saying how he would do it. Concrete shoes, cyanide, TNT, and then say thunder cheap. Neckties, contracts, high voltage, thunder cheap. These are all lyrics. Jasmine's looking at me like she's... Like, I'm crazy, but I will tell you, absolute (laughs) lyrical gold. Here is Dirty Deeds.
the best thing about graduating from high school? Um, kind of just starting a new chapter, I guess. High school's been great. I love being able to do marching band, travel like with my marching band, compete with them. But it's just like exciting, you know, to get out of our small town and venture out, even though I'm staying not close, but yeah, close enough. Close enough. Charleston Chew Junior Mints or just plain any kind of chocolate? Or what's your favorite chocolate? My favorite chocolate is white chocolate, which everyone says tastes like chocolate. Oh, I love white chocolate. And they're completely wrong. It's the best chocolate. Yeah, yeah. So you like white chocolate better than all those? Yeah. I'm not yeah. a huge marshmallow person or chocolate mint, unless it's Thin Mints. And yeah. that's different. Your thoughts on Spotify? You love Spotify? I love Spotify. I don't know how anyone doesn't use Spotify. Like Pandora, Apple Music. No, Spotify. And, I mean, like, would kids even get access to stuff like the Beatles or Led Zeppelin or anybody if they didn't have something like that? Like, nobody's buying CDs and stuff, so you have to have something, right? Unless you look up something from that genre or, like, that decade almost, yeah. you probably want it. In that scenario, you kind of have to, like, look for it a little bit and then it'll pop up. So, I've been telling people this for a while. One of the best Christmas presents you ever got <laughs> was 
ad-free Spotify? Yes. Wow. That was the best. That was the best gift ever. <laughs> because do you know how irritating it is to be ready to listen to that next song and then it's an ad? It distracts me from my homework. It's distracting my academic success. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you know about Led Zeppelin? Not much. What's the little bit you know? Nothing. <laughs> but I've definitely heard Led Zeppelin music. I just probably didn't know it was Led Zeppelin, if that yeah. makes sense. But I've definitely heard music. So you picked one of their songs as one of your top ten, which was Immigrant Song. Oh, that's right. <laughs> There's got to be something that connects you with it. Is it because it has a little bit of like a Middle Eastern flavor a little bit? Is that what it is? No, this is going to sound like really wrong, and I already know that. Part of it, there was a guitar part that just reminded me of Barracuda. Oh, It wasn't that like riff necessarily, yeah. Yeah. but I just couldn't stop thinking Barracuda when I heard it, and yeah. then I was like, okay. So it's possible, let's see, I think if I'm right, yeah, 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 yeah. Immigrant Song comes out before Barracuda does, so it's possible that the Wilson sisters, who is hard, that's who mm-hmm. does Barracuda, it may have been a little influence. Let's Inspiration. Put it Inspiration. Okay. So part of Immigrant Strong is that, ah, mm-hmm. give me your best, ah, uh, can you do that? Give me your best one. Ah. That's so weird. All right. Let's just let, let's just let Plant do it. Here's Immigrant Song. I was just thinking, wasn't that song in School of Rock? 
Yeah, that's in how the I van, know it. Right? Yeah, that's how I know it. Yeah. Okay. What is the worst job in the world? I know a lot of people have this job, but I think for me personally, there's probably two. Probably human resources. I don't think that that's a bad job, but for me, I don't want to deal with your problems. I just don't want to deal with your problems. And then the second one is um, a telemarketer because they want to call you as much as you want them to call you. They don't want to call you. They don't want to listen to you. They don't want to be hung up on all day. But anything where you have to interact with people and either have them be mean or just you have to deal with their problems would be the worst job in the world for me. For some people, that is the perfect job for them. But not for me. So I'm not going to apologize to every telemarketer because they're a pain. Every human resource person that I know that might be listening to this, I apologize. There are, every single one that I've ever met is so nice, but I, I can't, I can't, I can't do, imagine yeah. doing their yeah. job. Yeah, it's a bunch of complaining they got to listen to. Yeah. Okay, so I asked for your help on something. Fans and rock have an ongoing debate about who is the best singer in Van Halen, because Van Halen has basically had three singers. So for your education... David Lee Roth was a singer. Sammy Hagar was mm-hmm. one of their singers. And Gary Sharon was one of their singers. So I gave you nine songs to listen to. And without telling you who sang what, I just said, rank them for the songwriting and the vocal ability. Mm-hmm. So the nine songs I gave you, I'll Wait and The Cradle Will Rock, Why Can't This Be Love, One I Want, Unchained, Summer Nights, Runaround, Judgment Day, and I'm the One. Okay? So your ranks were number nine, Unchained. And I'm telling you, every listener just threw their phone out the window. That is one of Van Halen's, like, classic songs. I like the guitar. Does, does that count? <laughs> well, that's Eddie. Eddie's on all of it. Eddie's great, then. <laughs> I think I wrote down I like the guitar in all of them. <laughs> well, you're supposed to. He's the constant. But uh, Unchained number nine, wow. Um, okay, so at number eight, you had One I Want. Yeah. Most would agree, because people don't like Gary What Sharon was the and, album cover? It was a guy getting shot by a cannon. Yeah, into a stomach. It was yeah, so... Yeah, was what was that? I don't know. Seven, you had Judgment Day. That one was Sammy Hagar. And then you had a trifecta of David Lee Roth. Number six was And the Cradle Will Rock. Number five was On the One. And number four is I'll Wait. And for every listener who hasn't already stopped listening, now they want to punch me for influencing you <laughs> because you did not pick a single David Lee Roth song in the top three. Did you realize that you'd done that? No. In the songs, I, I don't know who they are. So without knowing that, listeners, her top three, number three was Why Can't This Be Love? Number two was Summer Nights. And number one was Runaround. Oh my God. I love you. The <laughs> listeners did love you. I ain't too sure if they love you anymore. Obviously, you like Sandy. I've never really heard of any other Van Halen singers than Sammy Hagar, because that's the Cabo Wubble guy, right? Yeah, yeah. That's because I always play the Sammy stuff, so yeah. you've not really heard a lot of Dibley Roth is what it is. Okay. <laughs> and is he the better singer? Like, to me, he little talk sings a little bit, right? Was I'll Wait one of them? Yes. Yeah, that was a Dibley Roth song. I thought it was good, but it was just fine. Yeah. Sammy takes it over the top for you. It's just, it's me influencing you. That's what yeah. it is, is that's what you've heard the most. And I think the songs are more catchy. Yeah. And they were written, you know, David Lee Roth was in Van Halen from 78 to 84. So it's kind of a different era of music and rock was really kind of coming out. They were a little more rock. Mm-hmm. They softened up as they got Sammy Hagar. Maybe Sammy Hagar like had just released I Can't Drive 55, that song, and then went to Van Halen. So it became very pop, keyboard-heavy oriented. Yeah. It is more catchy. It's just that the rock fans that love 
classic Van Halen don't always love Sammy Hagar. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So everyone won't agree. Here's Jasmine's number one off the Van Halen list. Run around. And you know, Sammy's the best singer in Van Halen. It is what it is.
Time for your historic moment on Growing Up Rock. So, for the historic moment, I want to get your relationship with Kiss. What is your relationship with Kiss? Never met any well, of them. Well, right? no, I've never met any of them. I've never seen them in concert in person. I have watched like the video. I don't know how to describe it other than like a video of their concert. Yeah. And then for your birthday, I made. I spent fourteen hours like. Digitally painting a rock and roll over album cover. Which was awesome. Thank you. Um, other than that, like I've just always grown up with them. Yeah. Because of, in my opinion, that was the first rock band I knew. Yeah. And that's just because of all the stuff that's in my room up there. Yep. Yeah. I used to be scared of it. I was like, they're scary. They're so scary. do you know who the four characters are? Could you name the four characters? Like their actual names? Yeah. Well, what they are. What are the four characters? Like the people's actual, like Gene Simmons. No, or just the characters or oh. the members. That's up to you. Well, I know there's one with the star. Yeah, that's a star child. Okay. I know there's one that, to me, I always thought I looked like a cat. Yeah, he does look like a cat. That's a cat man. The one that I never remember. Uh, and then... The spaceman? Okay. <laughs> and then the one that breathes fire. Okay, so that's the demon. <laughs> yeah. All right, so the Gene, Gene Simmons is the demon. Yeah. Okay. So, since you've known Kiss for a while... Is it the band songs that impress you more, or is it like the brand? Because you just said, Breeze Fire. Could you name a Gene Simmons song? There's one in here that I was like, oh, that's not the main singer. I can tell for sure. <laughs> um, but no, I couldn't name like a Gene Simmons song. So it's more the brand. Probably, yeah. Yeah. So I gave Jasmine eight Kiss songs to listen to and asked her for a favorite. So the eight songs I gave her <laughs> was Good Girl Gone Bad, which is Gene Simmons, by the way. Come On and Love Me, which is Paul Stanley. That's the star child. Creatures of the Night, which is Paul Stanley. King of Hearts, which is Paul Stanley. Dirty Living, that is Peter Chris, so that's the Catman. Exciter, which is also Paul Stanley. I Stole Your Love, which is also Paul Stanley. And Unholy, which is Gene Simmons. You picked your favorite as Exciter. I've definitely heard that one since I was born playing with, like, teething toys. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's because, well, that's a great song. But your number two was a huge surprise. And it's going to be a big surprise that I'm playing this for the listeners. But it was actually Dirty Living from Dynasty, 1979, by the way. By the Catman. <laughs> Here we go.
What was the one that you thought, you're like, oh, okay, that's a different singer. Was it Dirty Living? No, it wasn't Holy. It was Unholy. Only because that's Gene. I, I even wrote this down. I was like, it sounds like he smoked like two packs before <laughs> he sang that. And then he was smoking, like his voice was so deep and almost, but not in the best way in my opinion. Good song, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of Gene's more like demon-esque yeah, yeah. type of songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there you have it. Another wild hair in the books. Although he wasn't here, Jasmine has had the displeasure of meeting Stephen Michael. Well, tell him thanks for all you do, but uh, whatever. Were you with him when he was trying to buy, like, $1.99 wine? Were you with us? That was... I think we were at CVS or something. He was looking for, like, $2 <laughs> wine. He said it was too expensive there. And it was <laughs> it was almost like a box. And it, it, was, it was, like, six bucks. And he was like, no, it's too expensive here. we got to go to another CVS. <laughs> I always give him a hard time. I like his wife. She was really nice. Yeah, yeah. She was very nice. Again, if you want to take a listen to the songs, the playlist is called Wild Hair, the Jasmine edition. It's on Spotify if you want to check it out. The link is in the show notes. Jasmine, of all the songs we played today, do you think you could sing any of them? I already did the chorus of Burning For You. So you think you could sing? I'm burning, I'm burning for you. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, you could sing them. You know, I don't say it enough. Super proud of the person you're becoming. Super proud of the adult you're becoming. Super proud that you got to the college you wanted to go to. So I think you're going to do great there. Thank you. And thanks for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. Finally, right? You've I've been, been asking, asking for, for this for so long. Because the other two did it. That's why, right? Yeah. So in true grown-up rock fashion, we're going to shuffle, rattle, and roll us out of here with another Jasmine favorite off the playlist. Here you go. Hip to be square. Later. Get ready to shuffle, rattle, and roll. Play us out, boys.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.